0: Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Lena Morgan. And this is Song versus Song, back from our summer break. And we are ready to get back to work, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what we were talking about. How eager we are to get back to work. This is some real how the sausages is made, Todd. Let's, <laughs> let's just... And we... I mean, we, we got a good one today, I feel like. We have, like, a premiere matchup. We are doing Black Sabbaths. Iron Man versus Deep Purple's Smoke on the Water. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like I gave away which one I, I went for.
1: Do the other one. Then they won't know. I have no idea if we were on, in sync or not. It's fine. As long as we both agree to wash the dog, wash the dog. Is that a Beavis and Butthead reference? It is. Washing the dog, washing the dog. I feel like that's like uh, pre-their own show. That's like a liquid television era. They wash a dog in a washing machine, and then they lick a toad. Those may be two separate shorts, but they are the ones I think of in in synchronicity.
0: I I I feel like I'm at a disadvantage in this uh, particular podcast, not ever having watched Beavis and Butthead
1: because I was not allowed. I don't think it's actually that much of a factor. I just assume I, that this is like a guitar hero situation. <laughs> well, uh I only played drums. And so I, only I wouldn't played have, guitar. The guitar.
0: I don't know. Like if if there was ever a time for you to bust out the guitar like you do, this would be the uh this would be the time.
1: Oh. I'm not Although you
0: don't that. have an electric, you only have an acoustic.
1: No, I have I have I have several electric guitars in the house. I have the the one that I got when I was in eighth grade, my, my Gibson Nighthawk. And then I have a very baseline uh strat that i bought a couple years ago so i have two well, smart ass
0: well then anyway. as the guitar player really your uh your opinion outranks mine on this one by quite a lot are these like the first songs you ever learned no or did you ever no well I, that makes you uh, a little unique as far as a uh, amateur guitar players go
1: i don't think that's true is that true i doubt that's true
0: but it does seem to be the first riff everyone learns at least smoke on the water. And then like iron man, like in the top, in the next four or five, I don't know. Maybe iron man's a little complicated. There are well, like more than four
1: notes on that one. Is is uh, smoke on the water your preferred? I don't know.
0: I feel like, like when I put it up on the poll, it was going to be iron man because I think it's a better song, but I was listening to smoke on the water just now. And, uh, I really like that song, especially because it has a cool keyboard part. And so as a keyboard player, I feel like my allegiance has to be with uh, Deep Purple, who have the keyboard player. John Lord, he is the secret weapon of Deep Purple. He is the one that uh, really makes him part of the big three of uh, British hard rock. Although I feel like Deep Purple always kind of got the short shrift in the Zep-Sab purple triangle. I think they're correctly rated. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have. Uh, they didn't have like the big star.
1: They're too noodly. They're too noodly. They're too noodly. No. Uh, are you Are you going for Sabbath? Uh, so it's a good question. Um, I will say. So when I say Deep Purple is too noodly, I mean like in the general sense, uh-huh. not necessarily in the "Smoke on the Water" specific.
0: Yeah, "Smoke on the Water" is not as noodly as other deep purple songs.
1: And also one, one assumes uh, with the number of tracks of theirs uh, that the, I mean, assumes, I I know this for a fact, because I looked it up on the internet where truth is uh, that the songs are usually in the five to seven minute range on records. That's correct. But when, but when they're live, they go for considerably longer. And Todd, do you want fish? Because this is how you (laughs) get fish.
0: Maybe I don't mind fish. I wouldn't know since I've never really listened to much fish.
1: <laughs> I just – the thing about Deep Purple is that uh, they are the, – Noodly is the word. I just find them to be – of of these particular bands, they're a little too jam bandy for me. Uh, and in point of fact, Smoke on the Water, the the riff, the one that you were dun-dun-dang, mm-hmm. was a, a riff – that when they were noodling around came up because it was just an easy thing to do, mm-hmm. right? And then eventually it became one of them songs on this record they were making called Machine Head, which is hilarious because I, when you hear Machine Head, is Deep Purple the first
0: thing you think of? That, that sounds like it should be the album that Iron Man comes from.
1: It's just weird. I think I just forever because of the time when I was raised that when I hear machine head, my brain auto completes to better than the rest. Yeah. Green to red machine ahead.
0: Machine head has had a long life as a phrase that shows up in a rock and roll. There's a band called machine head, but before the band there was a song called machine head. And before the 90s song, there was an album called machine head and
1: maybe more. Who knows? Anyway, Smoke on the Water is, I think, probably the best Deep Purple song that I can think of off the top of my head. And I don't know that I would say that necessarily about Iron Man. It really does. I, I keep coming back to the, the noodle question, right? Mm-hmm. How, which one is the correct amount of Noodly Doodly? Because they I mean, both do noodle a little bit. I mean, yeah, Sabbath was a pretty noodly band. I don't, but I don't think it's quite in the same way. Uh, I think that I still default to Iron Man as my preferred because I feel that the sparseness of certain parts in that album actually work better than some of the the rounder, more complete sounds of "Smoke on the Water." Um, I like the emptiness. I like the way that the brain kind of auto fills in things you have those moments to think about it and also just and this is no shade to the, the the story behind smoke on the water which is very cool the lyrics to iron man are just so goddamn geeky <laughs> you thought i was gonna say cool no this is some nerd shit i was i was i thought it was gonna be something
0: actively negative like like dumb or juvenile
1: Absolutely not. No, 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 no. no. I don't think that. I I don't know that uh, people, when people think about heavy metal at this point, because there was a time when, you know, when I was a kid, heavy metal was considered to be really cool. I hope that we have come around and acknowledged that a lot of the lyrics to metal songs betray how nerdy and and worthy of atomic wedgies the (laughs) lyricists of metal bands are. I,
0: I think that's how he becomes Iron Man, the atomic wedgie, in the song. <laughs> <laughs> he passed through Is the that, magnetic field and it gave him an atomic wedgie that turned him into that's Iron what Man. Happened
1: to, that's what happened to Godzilla as well. Yes. You'd be amazed how many giant apocalyptic monsters <laughs> get their start getting a swirly.
0: Oh, no.
1: He got an atomic wedgie. Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that for me, I would. I if I had to pick, I would. I mean, I think they're both good, but I like Iron Man a little bit better because of the sparseness and because of the the heaviness with which with which it hits when it does hit. I, I think Iron Man
0: kind of lives up to its title, like they named it that because that's what the riff sounded like. It sounded like this big stomping robot man. Uh, coming down to uh, murder the world. Like, all the lyrics were written around that riff. I am Iron Man. And it's just so cool that way, but, like, the entire Iron Man concept, you said geeky. I'm gonna say, like, 10-year-old. Like, I can (laughs) imagine. Like, when I imagine, like, the literal Iron Man, like, the visuals I have for it, it's uh, it's written in crayon. It's... (laughs) It's written in crayon and he's got like big exclamation points all around him. He's going raw. He's got like childish shark teeth.
1: It's funny you should bring this up because um, Raven has been cleaning her office and found uh, this like three ring binder with stuff that she had written when she was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, did you did you also write about being a Ninja Turtle? <laughs> <laughs> and Raven was like. You were writing about that in high school, <laughs> and I said no. <laughs> I am Raphael. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, there is something to the the middle school uh, trapper keeper where you're drawing in your uh, your, your your lightning bolts and such. Um, next, and in fact, you know, the Van I think Halen that, logo and yeah, I was going to say like you write black Sabbath on that when you're, when you're a kid, I don't know if people do that anymore, but certainly in, uh, in, in like 91, 92, I was, I was all over that writing the names of bands I liked on my trapper keeper in my, in my, my, my Bic pen very slowly.
0: I don't know what the black Sabbath logo looks like.
1: I don't even remember anymore. Probably put some Maiden in there. I don't know. Oh, they, they, the got that you big, do.
0: they got that big jagged S. I think that that's pretty cool. in Black Sabbath. But like the, the logo I can th- I always think of is the like the wavy one. That's hard to draw. Not as easy as the Van Halen logo.
1: Yeah, I think Smoke on the Water is a really like there's something kind of almost intellectual, I think, to the lyric there just because Smoke on the Water. This, well, yeah, because it's conceptually about a fire that. That broke out. Look, it's a thing that happened.
0: Yeah, uh, some stupid with a flare gun burned down the Montreux Casino in uh, where's Where's Montreux, Switzerland? Great, great question, Todd. <laughs> we prepared. See, the the key to a good podcast is copious notes. Yes, it is mm-hmm. Switzerland.
1: Okay, so yes, somebody set off a flare gun, and this is a thing that they were privy to. Deep Purple. And I, I believe they were in the crowd. Yes, Frank and then, Zappa and, then, and the
0: mothers were in the best place yes. around.
1: Yeah, and then Frank Zappa uh, got everybody out safely. You know, was very smart about instructing people to be calm and such. I'm always uh, kind of they, disappointed
0: that in real life Frank Zappa was just like a completely normal guy, completely normal, sane guy.
1: That's why I like him. I love that about Frank Zappa. That's exactly <laughs> right. Anyway, they they were looking and they saw um, that there was smoke on the water and fire in the sky. Um and that's it. That's that's the concept. And I thought that's pretty cool. That's a really cool. Um, it's got a very um, uh, Rolling Stones Altamont kind of vibe to it. You know what I mean? And we've 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 in fact covered uh, the very song that I'm discussing right now. Um, which I consider to be the Stones' best song. We d- we did give me shelter. We did we did give me shelter versus shelter Skelter Great episode. Oh, Listen that's right, it. we did. But, yeah, I think that Smoke on the Water has got a little bit of that lyrically. I don't know if it has it sonically.
0: I don't know. For me, my problem with Smoke on the Water is, uh, I don't know, Iron Man is about the apocalypse, and it feels like the apocalypse, and Smoke on the Water is like, there's this weird thing that happened to us. Like, funny story. And it just it feels like it doesn't really uh, earn... That riff, the lyrics. Am I, am I completely off base here?
1: I, You know what? It's kind of hard just because, I mean, my answer to you is maybe. I think it's just that Smoke on the Water is so much better than anything else on Machine Head.
0: I I, I like Highway Star. Oof. Oh, 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 oh. We're not talking about
1: <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> I just, the thing about Highway Star is that it's too cheesy, too corny for me in a way that I just can't. I can't get myself around. It just bounces right off of me. That song. Ugh.
0: N- do not agree. Do not
1: agree. Well, I think that really I only love it. W- I need it. Oh boy. But let's have a let's have a serious conversation. Yeah. How do you feel about space trucking? Kicks ass.
0: Space trucking so kicks
1: fucking ass. So uh, once again, to 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 co opt Raven's like la- Raven hates space trucking. Space trucking hate space trucking. Now, here's what I think about. I want you to consider the following, Todd. Machine Head, the record, came out in 1972, has a song that is ostensibly about trucks in space. Is this the first incidence of trucks in space in pop culture?
0: I believe it is. Am I, I can't wrong? think
1: of it. I tried now. Look, maybe my search is incomplete. Feel free to weigh in if I'm wrong. I often am. But I couldn't find any earlier literary discussions of trucks in space, uh, nor uh, obviously video game. Pinball, I guess, would be the equivalent. Um, musically, no. Uh, TV shows, no, I don't think so. Uh, and not in film. However, the 1970s has got plenty of of sort of like trucks in space. I feel like there's a, the Dark Star's got a bit of that. I would say that the Nostromo is in many ways oh, a yeah, truck and in I've, space.
0: Absolutely is, and those are those are both post uh, space trucking.
1: Yeah, and there's like there's like a movie I think called Space Truckers. Yes, it's got like Dennis De- Quaid De- in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, I think Debbie Mazers in it. Um, yeah, I, I,
0: it was on HBO all the time. I watched it uh, all the time halfway through before getting bored.
1: Uh, I didn't say everything about the (laughs) about space trucks coming into existence in popular culture is a good thing. But I do think that uh, space trucking is perhaps more influential than people realize is my thesis.
0: That's true, because uh, Smoke on the Water is not even the first Smoke on the Water. It's a country song. Oh, it's a diff. It's originally the title of a country song. That part is not original, although I don't think it's was inspired by any actual literal smoke on the water like happened in Montreux. Yes.
1: Whereas Iron Man is very original and no one had ever said it
0: before. (laughs) You know, for the it took me the longest time to realize that Iron Man was not about Iron Man, the Iron Man. It's about a Iron Man. But uh, it, I think I got it confused with uh, Magneto and Titanium Man by Paul McCartney, which is actually about Magneto and Titanium Man from Marvel Comics. See, now there's
1: a record that doesn't get enough love <laughs> from 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 the average consumer: Venus and Mars. Which when would that come on? Is that early '80s or no? That's '70s. That's a uh, Wings are Gone by the 1980s, and that's a, that's a Wings album. That is the Wings album that follows Band on the Run.
0: Yeah, I don't know this one very well. I just know it has Magneto and Titanium Man on it.
1: There's some good stuff on there. The
0: only 70s rock song about Marvel Comics, apparently, because Black Sabbath is not. (laughs) This is an OC, original character.
1: Well, there you go. I mean, look, I think that uh, they were writing some fan fiction, except that there was nothing to write about yet. So original fiction, a crazy concept that I can't really get behind personally.
0: I don't think it's about actual Iron Man.
1: No, it's not. Or Ultimate a, it, Iron is, Man. it is literally about a guy that like went to the future and saw the end times and then went back to the past and they were like nerd. <laughs> and then he became the thing. He became the thing that destroyed everything. Well, not he the was, thing, but Yo, <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> I am. Uh, Yeah. All right. I want
0: to say that the reason I think Deep Purple is like a distant third to Zepp and sab is that they didn't have that like big star that big highway star i guess but zeppelin has robert plant they have jimmy page these are like the iconic rock stars they have john bonham and sabbath of course has the biggest uh pop star of all they have ozzy osborne and everyone respects the guys from deep purple they respect richie blackmore they respect john lord and they respect ian gillen but they are not stars the way Ozzy Osbourne is a star. And I, I, I think Ian Gillen is a great singer, but he's not a singer I would be able to like identify right off the top of my head like by listening to it or know what he looks like. Versus Ozzy Osbourne, there's only one Ozzy Osbourne. There's just him. No one sounds like him. No one is him. And I think that's always kind of what pushed uh, Zepp and Sab. Uh, over the over deep purple. That's what I think.
1: That is an interesting theory, and I am presently trying to check my math on another aspect. Because I was I was looking at um, I was looking at the the cover to Machine Head. Mm-hmm. It's te- it's terrible. <laughs> it, it's truly awful, right? Like I don't. I would say that they don't really have. Great album covers.
0: I mean, Sabbath had a lot of great album covers. I'm not sure "Paranoid" is one of them. Which is the one with Iron Man on it? I'm not even clear what that is on the "Paranoid" album cover. It's a guy. I mean, is it like as a cop? Is it a ninja? Is it like a? Is that the Iron Man? Like, is that a sword he's holding? What is that?
1: Who is that? I don't know. Uh, now, now that I'm I'm looking at, I'm trying to figure this out. So, I I can say for a fact. That, uh, I, so I, I want to make a claim here. I want to say that hypnosis had a decent amount of influence on the success of bands. Hy- hypnosis? Hypnosis, H I P G N O S I S, hypnosis.
0: I was like, oh, is, is that what happened to, to Ozzy Osbourne?
1: He was hypnotized
0: into being that? All right, uh, hypnosis. Actually, who is hypnosis?
1: Uh, they are an art design group, uh, I believe based out of London and they did a lot of the most famous, uh, album covers of the 1970s. Uh, a lot of the stuff that they're, I think best known for are, um, Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Those right. are like the two big, big, big ones. But it's funny, you, I mean, you, you happen to bring up that one or two songs off of, Venus and Mars, and Venus and Mars is a Hypnosis album cover, and I believe that there are a couple of Black Sabbath albums that are done by um, Hypnosis. Let me check my math. Uh, they did um, Technical Ecstasy and Never Say Die, those two.
0: Uh, technical Ecstasy, I know off the top of my head, that's a good album
1: cover. Uh, and Never Say Die is not bad either. Um Hypnosis, and I would just say kind of in general, right, like it it happens to be specific that they did do those two bands, and I don't think – now I'm going to double-check myself so I don't look like a fool or more so than I usually do. I don't think they ever did – no, they never did a Deep Purple album cover, and I just don't think that um, in the 1970s, where are you going to get without a truly great record cover, right? Right. I mean I actually like, do I think, think that like like as silly as it sounds I think that these things have a pretty significant impact.
0: I mean you you look up look up the the cover of Deep Purple's Fireball. Like Deep Purple have like I just typed in Deep Purple albums and like it's it's kind of a disaster like across the board.
1: I'm going to it. I'm going to look at it. It's bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I mean that's a sperm, right? That's <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that, but uh, I cannot deny that it probably is uh, a sperm. Yeah, like all the all deep purple in rock. It,
0: it's them as Mount Rushmore. It's it's really ugly. Uh, Shades of deep purple. That's another big one, and it just kind of it's just them with a the purple background. Ugh, I don't know. I I think it's kind of just a, a rough go all around. Deep purple was just not a very visual band, but it, like. Also they were also not a consistent band in that they have like 15 different versions with like 80 different members.
1: Yes, that is another big thing that also contributes again to the the noodliness of any um subsequent versions of this song of which there are quite a few. Cuz you know they go back occasionally do do recordings, they do live stuff. I think they did something to help Armenia at one point. Armenia. And well, yeah, I mean, you know, bad things happen in Armenia. Oh, well, yeah, I know that. I, I, li- I, know I live, that, I live in Glendale, a- California. I've- <laughs> Sorry, that shouldn't have tragedy, um, but that is a that is a funny. If you didn't know, that um, there's a very large Armenian um, population. I, it was in just California, like I'd, California.
0: I, did, I didn't know Deep Purple cared so deeply about it, though. Listen, so deeply purple. Big, about got, it.
1: So, oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> We've been gone for a month, and it feels like... It feels that, like we that, haven't that, missed a step. <laughs> it's coming through, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I don't think... I think maybe, like, Perfect Strangers is kind of an okay album cover, but that's, like, 1984. Uh, uh, Slaves and it's, Masters has got, like, got, like, a fun, like, spooky vibe to it. But, no, I wouldn't... I would say... You know, I, I, I'm kind of half-joking when I say record albums matter. Oh, but, they do matter quite but, a bit. But, but but in the 1970s, I would say they were at peak potency. And so bands that were great were given a much more anthemic, became a, a much larger thing because they had these record uh, album covers that looked a certain way. And I think that Deep Purple just – there's, I, I, I guess if we, I was to extend the the metaphor of the statement, I think that there is something that feels kind of unartistic about them.
0: I'm I'm not a jam band guy myself, so I'm not going to get entirely agree, but I do get where you're coming from.
1: I just, again, I don't like. This is not like I'm not coming and going like Deep Purple is bad. Actually, I don't. I mean, I don't want to tell anybody what to, to like or not like. This is not a, a thing good thing bad, but it's just that the more i listened to them the less there was there for me do you know what i mean
0: yeah i mean i'm i'm the pop music critic so i'm always like more drawn to big personalities like ozzy versus uh the big selling point for you know all the deep purple guys is that they're really good instrumentalists or they're really good technically but they're not necessarily you know personalities or
1: even like the, Tony they're Ayami. the w, They're the WNBA of You can say that.
0: And well, we're gonna I leave just, that the, in
1: there and see how people respond. But Well, but like it is the, 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 the joke concept, right? The yeah. the good fundamentals <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I don't like I'm not actually like I don't actually have any skin in the basketball game or any sport whatsoever. But it, the the thought had occurred to me that um sometimes people are less gravitated towards Good fundamentals than they are to having like a big notable star. Whether or not this actually applies to basketball or not, I couldn't say I don't watch basketball.
0: Yeah. How's that? Black I'll, Sabbath, I'll couch
1: that very carefully. Yeah.
0: Black Sabbath just had more personality, not just Ozzy, but, the, you know, the rest of the band. They had the, you know, the, the blackness, the metal, the Satan, and all that, even though they were not actually Satanists. But there was something I feel like more dangerous about Black Sabbath. Like just from the sound alone, there's something really scary about them, in a way that was not scary about Deep Purple.
1: Yeah. but then again, also people thought that Kiss was scary. They are scary, are they? See, to me, Deep Purple is a little closer to, to Kiss. They're like, what if Kiss had talent?
0: <laughs> hot takes today. That's well, not that hot a take, I guess. But no, I, I hope.
1: <laughs> I sure hope not. Also, I mean, we can we can be real. Kiss has raised my ire over the years a number of times, and so perhaps I'm being a little less kind than normal. But uh, oh, I mean, they're, they're, I don't they're, they're think all I've ever fics, listened. Yes, but I have never listened to Kiss and, and thought, "What a great band!" It's not a thing that has ever really occurred to me. I thought uh, entertaining, decent showmanship, not necessarily in, in in the style that is great for me. But I get it. Deep Purple is is that plus. Like, they have decent musicians, I guess. Oh, no, they're the separate. If you put Kiss... I take it all back. If you put Kiss and Deep Purple together, you get Black Sabbath.
0: No, I don't believe that at all.
1: Really? Don't, like, all right, you have to subtract the corniness.
0: Black Sabbath... There, I don't think you can combine anyone to get Black Sabbath. Uh, there is there is only one Tony. I, I feel like I'm pronouncing his name wrong. Tony Ayami. He is, like, the only guy who can do what he does. Like, he's he's literally invented that entire style of playing guitar. Like, I don't even know if anyone else can, because you need like missing fingers to do it. Like in case you don't know, the famous thing is that he lost the two tips of his fingers in an industrial accident. He has to have prosthetics to play, and he has to tune his guitar down really, really low and slow to to be able to play it. And that's why Black Sabbath didn't sound like anyone else at the time. And for me, I think that's good. I think that's what's going to have to put it over the top for me. This is why I'm going with Iron Man.
1: It only took 30 minutes. I don't know. I go back commit. and forth
0: because, like I said, my allegiance is to keyboards at all time, and they ha- Deep Purple has like the killer keyboard part, which is I, I. It's a little bit of a silly to reason to pick something for, between two iconic songs, which are known primarily for guitar, and in fact, we've danced around it. The entire thing, what's the better riff? You gotta hmm. pick one, which one is the better riff? Because that's what it comes down to. Dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. Well, yeah, from a from a Beavis and Budhead perspective, <laughs> it's definitely Iron Man. It's hard for me to choose because every time I hear this stuff, I'm just like, I don't know, man. Something by ACDC probably. <laughs> for me, you know, like, you know, like
0: yeah. I like I said that uh Iron Man sounds like something written in crayon. There is something I find just a little bit too basic about the riff from Smoke on the Water at this point. Like it's been so beaten into the ground. Like in in fact, I, I don't know why the joke is no stairway. It's gotta be no smoke on the water.
1: Like, yeah, I guess you're you're referring to the uh the sequence in the original Waynes World movie. Yes. Where he wants the guitar, the the Stratocaster with the whammy bar. Mm-hmm. No stairway denied, um, yeah, I don't know, man. The answer's war pigs, <laughs> war pigs, yeah, war pigs, I love um, yeah, that's the one, that's the one that gets my juices going. That sounds terrible, I regret it,, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> You know, I, I meant everyone. like like I meant like the, the blood, the blood in my veins, not uh, and not anything else. Yeah, pervs. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. There, I found myself thinking, I really like War Pigs, and I and then I started thinking a lot about Space trucking for some reason.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, I remember seeing Richie Blackmore talking about his famous riff, most famous four notes in all of rock history. And what he says, like, yeah, it's the first riff everyone learns, but everyone's doing it wrong. Like, everyone plays it on the first two strings. I'm actually playing it on the third and fourth strings. And it sounds completely different when he plays it. So even though everyone's doing it, no one's doing it right. Now you
1: know everyone. I don't know. I think the wrong way is right. <laughs> Nobody went, Who, who's playing up there? Who's playing on the, the on the D string? I'm, Who's I'm, doing that?
0: I'm probably saying it wrong, or i probably misremembering it, because I don't play guitar. I've I've never been able to play the riff from Smoke on the Water. Well,
1: oh, Do- I actually play it on the B string. <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> it did sound way different when he demonstrated the difference.
1: The B is for bitch, you little bitch. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, I don't know, Bitchy man. Bitchy Blackmore. Not- yeah, wow, yeah, the B is for Blackmore. Uh, I don't know, my friend. I just think that uh, when things are tuned down, you go down to a drop D or lower. Mm-hmm. That just sounds good. That just sounds metal. That's metal. That's instant metal.
0: Yeah. Metal like iron.
1: Exa- that particular metal. Uh, if we're looking up on the periodic table. You know, everyone
0: says that Born to be Wild coined heavy metal. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't I know. I think it was this. I think it was Iron Man. Iron Man is why metal is called metal. Maybe. That's that's a theory I have. It's a theory. <laughs> Well, a wildly
1: unresearched and a historical theory. You could write a whole book about it, Todd. Um, do, do people still read books? No, they do. They no people still read books. Prove it.
0: Uh, Name a book you've read.
1: Well, I didn't say me. I, as, <laughs> as you know, I am a functional illiterate. Uh, I don't know. I could call out to Raven right now and say, what book are you reading? And the answer would be something very strange. Raven tries to read, I think, basically like a book a week. Tries to hit like between fifty and fifty-five books a year, and there are other people that do that. So I'm just letting you know that reading is alive and well. And if you wrote a book on this topic, tens of people would read it.
0: There are too many books about Black Sabbath already. I don't know. Is there a Deep Purple book? Because I'd read that because I, that would be like like the Bible because there's so many names in it. <laughs> I imagine it's just, like, one of those, like, long passages from the Bible where it just says Methuselah begat Enoch and Enoch begat Isaiah or something like that because there. No,
1: it's – yeah, it's, just, it's, it's the start of what the um, the Christians call the New Testament. Now, you're talking about Matthew 1 verse 1. That's right. I know Bible stuff yeah. occasionally. I, mean, I know weird things. That's – I think I got that right. I'm pulling that out of my ass. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's the
0: the advantage Black Sabbath has. Even though Black Sabbath also has a pretty messy, complicated, and uh, voluminous timeline, including uh, the lead singer of Deep Purple on "Smoke on the Water," I, I think during that period they actually covered "Smoke on the Water," which is cool. But like Black Sabbath have the main four; they have the classic period that everyone can name the the four guys from off the top of my head just as much as like the Beatles. Like they D. have Dio. Yes, Dio. <laughs> Like, I don't, I have no idea who replaced Ian Gillen. I can name who replaced Ozzy. which you know, Dio you know, that's a pretty, you know, decent trade. It's not Ozzy, but, you know, it's good enough.
1: The best of Dio, I don't think, is on any Black Sabbath record. I think you're much more likely to, to enjoy his solo material or like the stuff he did with Rambo, right? Like, that's a, there's better Dio material out there yeah. than is on any Black Sabbath record. Anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Do you want to do the questions? We've been boy, what a babble of an episode this has been. I think it was very substantial, and yes, it's time for the questions. All right, so we do these questions after the babbling happens, after we we talk, after we do we podcast in the way the jam band jam bands. <laughs> Uh, We do these four questions, which hopefully make the whole mess make sense. Question number one. One of these songs is sticking around, and the other one's going away. It's going to vanish like it was never here. Poof. Like Kaiser Soze, another terrible reference. What's wrong with me today? Mm. It's a rough one. Um, For the culture, Todd, which song has to stay?
0: Man. Uh, it, it's got to be smoke on the water. It has to be smoke on the water. I don't think it's close. And Iron Man would like slaughter most o- other songs in his genre, but just not smoke on the water.
1: I don't know that I agree.
0: Uh, they're, the most me, fa- they're, they're the most famous for uh, a riff since Beethoven's fifth. It's got to
1: be since the famous Beethoven's ninth <laughs> symphony. That's a reference to the Beatles movie help. Ah, anyway, somebody should recommend that we talk about help. That's a, that's a movie <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. Wow. Um, anyway, I was kind of thinking like what what matters more, smoke the water at, that you can play on Guitar Hero or being able to have Robert Downey Jr. say, I am Iron Man at the end of the Iron Man movie and have the song Iron Man play. Truly one of the biggest cultural touchstones of like the last two decades. You know, I... Iron Man was not really my
0: favorite uh, Black Sabbath song until Iron Man 08. I thought it was cool that at the end of the movie, when they finally unleashed the, the Iron Man, the song, they went directly to the outro or like that last part. And I, I'd never really like listened to it. Like with like my listening ears on like, da-na-na, da-na-na, da-na. I was like, wow, there are many cool parts to this song. Before 08, I think I would have picked Smoke on the Water over Iron Man
1: as it's my tough favorite to say. Like, I it's, it's, it's stupid to say that the Iron Man movie has as much influence on my answer to this question as it does. Because in actuality, I don't care about the Marvel movies particularly. <laughs> like They're fine. Popcon- popcorn Fair, uh, the, the the most milquetoast take of all time that the Disney movies are just fine. fine. But, um, they're fine. They're fine, but, I mean, Iron Man is sort of the the one of the ones, right? Like, if you're going to pick one of the MCU movies that actually has the the, the gravitas, the weight to it, uh, it's probably that one. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough to say. Yes, I suppose... I,
0: I, I stick with Smoke on the Water as the answer to question number one. I understand your point of view.
1: Warehouse we're Divided, certainly it has annoyed more guitar store employees <laughs> than I think Iron Man ever did. Uh, question number two, you can be a fly on the wall. You can experience soup to nuts, the entire creation of a song that would include everything. Uh, I don't, are there music videos for other? of these? I didn't even look them up. No, I don't Lazy. think so. No. Um, so you can see sort of the entire journey to how these songs uh, get from their uh, Genesis to their final finishing point. Um, you can know the entire story know all the things that nobody knows that even the band members maybe don't remember, which is the one that you want to have the whole story. You want to see how the sausage got made. I mean, one
0: of them has a particularly interesting origin story. Like I could see uh, an entire casino burned down. That seems cool, but I think I would rather see Ozzy in his prime, see how crazy he was already.
1: I, get, I don't know. I just, the thing is that the, 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 the myth loom is larger than the man. I would take smoke on the water just because that means that I, I get, yeah, I get to pee at a Frank Zappa concert in the <laughs> 1970s. That alone is worth the price of admission. Yeah. So really, you said to me like, Hey, you're going to die in this fire. I'd be like, All right. Everyone well, no, got I out safely. I wouldn't, because I have to see the whole process. I know I'm going to live.
0: Well, I don't know how much of a prime Zappa you'd get to see.
1: Like you wouldn't get to see the full concert, obviously. I'd get something. Yes, you would get something, and so it would be re- the 1970s. I mean, that's that's a win. 1970s Zappas, that rules. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that does kind of clinch it for me too. I'm, I'm changing my answer.
1: Good. <laughs> All right, question number three. Uh, I guess a, a kind of a question of momentum, energy, mm-hmm. danceability, something that people really care very deeply about with these two bands. Megan the Stallion is going to get up to a night of hot girl shit, as she does. Before she does that, she's going to get ready. She's got a playlist of hot girl shit songs. Only one of these songs can be on that playlist. Todd, now and forever. Which one of these songs is hot girl shit?
0: I don't think Iron Man is hot girl shit in general. It's not hot girl shit for everyone, but it is absolutely hot girl shit for Megan the Stallion.
1: Like, I can get behind that. I, I was very nearly gonna say this is a neither situation, but I don't. I, I yeah, I think I agree. I could see Meg um, watching some anime and listening to this song and getting ready.
0: You know, it's funny because Geezer Butler straight up said like she didn't that he didn't like uh, WAP. He's like, "Oh, that's gross." He said that he was like, "Uh, oh, that's way too far over the line." And then he was laughing and then he laughed. But I was like, "God, I'm old. I'm old." I mean, the aptly named Geezer. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, just for fun, when he said that, I made myself a little remix of WAP into uh, Paranoid.
1: (laughs) That's so weird. (laughs) That's so weird. What a weird
0: thing to say. Uh, He was like, "Uh, I'm 71. I'm old. Like, yeah, it doesn't work. You know, that stuff's too far for me because I'm old now. Look at me.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm 43, and, like, I don't, like... 43 and 71. I, let me say this. I There's a difference between, I'd like to think, saying, like, I don't want anybody looking at my body in a sexual way, and thank goodness that will never happen. Mm-hmm. But... I'm very happy that there are young people out there who get to be as sexy as they want. This is going so far afield. Good. I think you can make Iron Man sexy if you're making these stallion. I mean, she could probably make anything sexy if we're being honest about it. But uh yeah, I think in the end, she's watching some anime. She's watching Gunbuster on mute and listening to Iron Man. I have no idea what you're talking about. Trust me, five people are gonna love they're gonna love it. All right. Final question. Final question, Todd, is uh, not only the most important question that we ask on the show, but the most important question that humankind has ever asked. William Shatner, thespian, equestrian, musician? Eh, We're going to give it to him. He's going to do a William Shatner version of one and only one of these two songs. Todd, which one of these songs must be shat upon?
0: Well... Smoke on the Water is a story, and Shatner is a truly great storyteller, and I feel like he could put much anger and disgust into describing what some stupid with a flare gun did in Montreux. On the other hand, the gravity he could bring to Iron Man, the story of a man coming back to save the world but instead destroying it, I feel it has to be Iron Man.
1: I mean, I feel that that is the William Shatner story. (laughs) (laughs) He also flew through the magnetic field. This guy, you just described, that's it. This is his auto, this is his autobiography. You didn't know. Uh, they didn't know, but it is the autobiography of one William Shatner. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's definitely him. Iron Man. It's definitely Iron Man. He is Iron Man. Man. Lives again. That's a slam dunk. You
0: can't beat that. But for, right, but for well, the record, Smoke on the Water is not a bad answer. If he wanted to cover both, I'd be entirely down.
1: At long last, Todd, the only thing that matters, the listener comments. The listener comments. All the intelligent
0: them. people, because they're not us. All right. And Nico writes, regardless of which song wins, the guitar store employee loses either way.
1: And Jen, And then John Hyman wrote, at least it's not Stairway. Denied. <laughs> that is true. I, I, it's funny. I don't. I don't know that I remember um, when I went to the, my local uh, guitar store whether or not they. Uh, I heard these songs or not. I think maybe I didn't. What's wrong with me and my guitar store? I don't know. That's weird.
0: Anyway, Charlie writes. I'd like to vote third party for Ode to Joy. I'm a music teacher, so for me, it is absolutely in the same category as these two. He did not elaborate, I but I, I think I get it.
1: I don't. Wait, explain the joke to me, Todd. That I don't know. It's, ju- it's
0: just like the first thing you teach kids.
1: Ah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, not your
0: Beethoven's favorite, famous <laughs> Ninth Symphony. All right. Jim Brown writes. When Homer got stoned for the first time in The Simpsons, he was singing Smoke on the Water. Got to give it up to that.
1: I mean, I can't deny that that is factually true as Homer Simpson is a real person.
0: That is true. Dan Hogg writes, Lena needs to introduce another question going forward. Beavis and Butthead, arbiters of good taste, are going to sing the riff to one and only one song. Todd for the culture, etc.
1: Ah, that is a good question for this. What's your answer? I've never watched Beavis and Butthead, so I... Uh, but you understand the the basic concept. If you've ever headbanged and gone, dun, dun,
0: dun, I, I feel like Beavis and Butthead would go for Iron Man. In fact, I think they did. Uh, they did. Yes. They, in fact, did. Yes, they did. All right. Josie writes, I'm really mad you chose these songs right after Olivia Rodrigo versus Miley Cyrus. Because my first thought was, thank God, some good songs. And then my soul left my body as I realized I sounded like a boomer. I mean
1: Yeah, zero out of ten, no notes. <laughs> 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 I hope you I hope you're eating your words now. That new Olivia Rodrigo album is out and it's not bad. All
0: right. NJ Waite writes. The tune to Iron Man is the kind of thing a five-year-old would come up with in the playground and then feel embarrassed by if reminded of it by the time they were 10.
1: I, But then I, by the time they were in their 20s. <laughs> I've,
0: I've, I feel like there is something kind of kiddie about Iron Man. I don't count it against it though.
1: No, I mean like that's like saying uh, there's a phase in your life when you think fart jokes aren't funny. And then eventually <laughs> you realize that you're just being a pretentious ass and that, of course, farts are funny. Iron Man is a fart.
0: I am Iron Man. <laughs>
1: All right. Paul
0: Anderson writes, without smoke on the water, we wouldn't have Pat Boone's absolutely banging cover. If Iron Man were indispensable, Pat Boone would have covered it instead of Crazy Train.
1: Yes, I always respect Pat Boone. That guy's never been bang out of order about anything. Pat Boone's gonna cover one and only one song for the culture. For the for the for the anti culture. Yes. That's a, to me, that's a vote against smoke on the water. All
0: right. Arone eighty six writes, Smoke on the Water is to guitar what chopsticks is to piano, vote for Iron Man. Alright, but chopsticks is great. And so is Smoke on the Water.
1: Yeah, I have no notes there either. Yeah. Uh, that's that's like saying like, oh man, but people play heart and soul. Yeah on the piano all the time it's still fun
0: yeah david yurch writes somewhere some poor wretched soul must forever bear the burden of knowing that they are the person a seminal rock classic is referring to as some stupid i must therefore <laughs> go with iron man because deserved though it may be i cannot bring myself to take the side of what surely must be an unendurable torment for that one guy
1: well, that guy is so, so stupid, he doesn't even know.
0: Yeah, what were you doing with a flare gun at a Zappa concert, you
1: jack-off? You're so dumb. <laughs> you probably don't know this song is about you. You're so dumb. Anyway. All right, one last one.
0: Connor Rankin writes, I hope you guys are having fun on vacation. We miss you. Aw, we missed you too, loyal listeners. I don't know why you would miss Todd. I don't miss Todd. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> All right. That's all. We're back. There's one thing left, and that is the results. Lena, who do you think won the Battle it's, of the Eternal Rifts?
1: It's got to be Iron Man, I think. I truly don't
0: know. I don't know. You you said that with extreme confidence and then immediately backed up.
1: Well, it's, it's hard to say.
0: Yeah. It I was really like, is hard to say. You were like, it's got to be Iron Man. then They're like, oh, it doesn't got to be Iron Man.
1: No, it really doesn't. I, I mean, I think you can make an argument for either one of them. I truly, I came out solidly on one because, on a fundamental level, I just find deep, deep purple to be too noodly. That's it. Like we spent an hour, mm-hmm. but really, that's that's the bottom line. So for me, it's hard to see past my own taste in this instance.
0: All right. Well, I would have picked Iron Man because, like I said, they're the bigger stars. But the correct answer. For a total of 389 to 270, that is 59 to 41%. So, within a decent range. But the actual winner is Iron Man. So you were correct. We were both correct.
1: We're both right. Look how right we are. <laughs> Our opinions are objectively correct. Uh,
0: Iron Man, the best of these two songs, and the best uh movie in the MCU.
1: There you go. And if you're looking for a good movie, uh, I would recommend Squaring the Circle. Uh, it had occurred to me that we were talking about hypnosis for a little bit. And there is a documentary. It's 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 pretty good. It's a pretty good documentary. It's called Squaring the Circle, and it is all about the album covers they made and sort of the history of, of them and those bands during the time in which they were making uh, those album covers. And it's fun. It's fun to watch. And uh, Noel Gallagher, really Noel Gallagher's it up in it. It's enjoyable. I enjoy him in this.
0: And if you like movies, you can also listen to us share our thoughts about one movie a month on our Patreon, where we put up bonus episodes, and the subject is voted on by you. So you can donate at a dollar. You will get our entire back catalog of bonus episodes, and you will help us because we need your help. We always need your help. <laughs> we are very helpless.
1: Uh, what was the one we, we did?
0: The last Perfect one? Perfect Blue? Perfect Blue, the anime movie by Satoshi Kone. and this month yes.
1: uh, we're going from Perfect Blue to, I would argue, Perfect Pink.
0: Credit because we're going to probably
1: talk about we're probably doing the Barbie movie. Yep, you guys voted, and honestly, Barbie and Perfect Blue
0: are pretty similar movies. But- I,
1: hmm, I'll tell you what you said that thing, and I'm not going to ask for any more information because. Don't you want to pay a dollar now? <laughs> yeah. You want to pay a dollar now, don't you? You want to know. You want to know what that means? How a Perfect Blue and Barbie the same movie? That's the kind of question you can only get the answer to by giving us a buck. All right. Are you
0: ready for the next episode? Sure thing. All right. We will be doing One Sweet Day by Boys II Men and Mariah Carey versus Candle in the Wind 97 by Elton John. All sorts of sadness in the '90s. I ask. all right then. <laughs> uh, you have yeah, some feelings it. about this? Oh uh, yeah, heartbreak and tragedy and mourning. Don't they? Don't they make your your tears well up? These are the biggest hits of the '90s.
1: I don't think I've shed a single tear for either of these songs, but we'll. <laughs> we'll I guess we'll get there. Do you not care about Lady Dot? Oh, we'll get to it. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Right, Bye.